Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Super Flashy Arrow of Tomorrow. This is episode eight. I am your host, Sir Cussalot Travis Pointer, and I am joined by my co-host, Mara the Shark Watkins. Hello from me and my onesie. That shark onesie of yours, yes. And we are back again. They still haven't kicked us off the internet because, you know, they let everything on the internet. I pay for my internet, so they better not kick me off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I pay for mine too. You know. But to all you who don't pay for your internet, you know who jacked the, the Wi-Fi off your neighbor and all that, I appreciate <laughs> you too. Just listen. I'm cool with that. But yeah, we're back. Anywho. For another week of these Berlanti shows, you know, the Berlanti clusterfuck, as you like to call it. It is a clusterfuck. Yeah, you know, the Arrowverse, Flareoverse. And the thing is, what's funny is I just thought about this. I haven't really thought it through before, but we don't even do all the shows that are involved in the Berlantiverse. We don't even do the Vixen animated show that comes on, I guess, on Saturdays. Is that when it comes on? But, yeah. I have no idea. I've never watched it. I haven't seen the show either, but I know it exists. It's an animated show. But it exists oh, yeah. within this universe about Vixen. But yeah. It's I've on noticed. the seed. Mm-hmm. Part of me keeps saying I should check it out, but I just never do. Yeah, same. But yeah. Let's talk about this week's shows because I really feel like we had a week of just what you would call filler episode, just trying to get us, you know, to the next week so we can get to these get to the big crossover. They just you know, filling in time. Yeah, like a whole week of it because I'm just like, God, like, can we get through this? Because I'm bored. But there was a bright side to this because we got a whole, not a whole lot, but we got a couple of actors that I recognize from other shows. And you know, I love referencing Lost at any given time. God. So we're going to start with Supergirl. This week's episode of Supergirl featured Ethan from Lost. So those of you who watched Lost will recognize this was Ethan, the first one of the others that we met. Plus, give or take 15 pounds. Yeah, I guess he gained some weight or some shit because Mara didn't recognize him at first, but, you know, him. I kind of like his face looked familiar, but, you know. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, episode kicked off with Ethan from Lost. I don't even know what his real name was in the show because I decided he was still Ethan, so I didn't care what they said his name was. Do you remember what his name was? No. Yeah, I don't either. It doesn't matter. We're going to call him. Dr. Somebody. Yeah, he's doctor, and he was a doctor on Lost, too, so we're going to call him Dr. Ethan. So. <laughs> I was going to say, let's call him Dr. Parasite because that's pretty much what his character was this episode. Yeah, he was a parasite, you know, just. I'm not sure exactly what he wanted to do. I guess he wanted to stop global warming. A parasite that yep. wanted to stop global warming. Okay. Cool. Whatever the fuck. Well, wasn't it that the parasite kind of just tapped into like what they, what that person, what the host wanted really. And that guy was researching global warming. So yeah. I would imagine it just put that need into hyperdrive. Yeah. And then just use that to like drain energy from people and shit. Cause the parasite needed to feed on energy. But we also got Drunken Supergirl, though, which is funny to me for a minute. You know? That was funny as fuck. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it kicked off with Ethan from Lost, and there was some other lady going on, some weird frozen wolf shit. Because the parasite was in the wolf, I guess. But yeah. They yeah. Bring- they bring the wolf him. is like 3,000 years old and I was like yeah. what the hell is going on but somehow it was still warm and shit and they were like what the fuck is going on and the parasite comes the up fuck? Yeah. once again there's another one of those episodes where the villain of the week I guess you'd call it was not really of any consequence because it was more about the other characters interactions with each other because you know this whole thing between Kara and Alex with Alex coming out of the closet on her and all that kind of shit and them trying to figure out how to deal with that because I guess Cara didn't really know how to talk to her about it, but Alex was just... Yeah. Which is kind of funny because, you know, in all honesty, I mean, not to take away from, you know, Alex's moment, but I feel like Cara should have been 
kind of able to understand Mm -hmm. because, you know, I feel like, you know, coming out, coming out, you know, of the closet or like whatever, you know, you want to use for it, you know, I feel like is a very vulnerable moment for somebody, but Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, in that universe, since, you know, we don't have, since in our real world, we don't have the same problems that Kara does, such as, you know, I feel like she should have under, kind of understood, you know, think of it as when she came out to win about, you know, her powers. Because I feel like in a way that's the same but not the same. I really hope I'm not butchering this terribly, terrorizing my reputation with the LGBT community. <laughs> but <laughs> I think you're okay so far. Just keep going. Say what you but mean. But you get what I'm saying though, right? Like, yeah, I, I feel, feel like it was kind of in a sense strange to see Carr being so taken aback by it like or not really understand but I mean I can understand when you always see her dating guys and now she's coming out and saying hey I actually really like girls well see I don't think I don't think Carr's problem was really the whole her being into girls I think it was I think Carr's problem was really how to respond to her coming out to her like I think she was fine with you know her being into girls, but what she wasn't under wasn't really able to deal with was okay. Now what do I do? You know what I mean? Right. Or like, yeah, it's like kind of like she you'd didn't be know like, how to be oh, there for her. You know? Okay, now what? Yeah, she didn't know really know how to be there for her, which I can get. Like I've had a friend who's told me about you know their sexuality before, and I'm pretty sure I wasn't the first person that he came out to, but I've had you know. Him telling me, you know, that yeah, I'm, you know, into guys, and it wasn't even like he said, "Hey, I want to tell you that, you know, I'm gay. I like guys." But it was more like odd story. Mm -hmm. We were like, you know, I was actually at a church function, which was funny as hell to me. But um, church function we were at. um, I don't know if you know what this place is. It's called Cedar Point. It's in Ohio. It's a it's like um, Six Flags on steroids. Like, that's what Cedar Point is. So, we're there, and he was telling me about a date he went on, and I was like, okay. But he was like, yeah, you probably don't want to hear about it anyway. And he looked at me, he was like, yeah, you know, and kind of just hinted that it was a guy. And I'm like, oh, okay. And that was the end of the conversation. But I know that was a lot <laughs> to him, you know. But I don't, it was one of those things where kind of knowing him, I kind of knew anyway, so I didn't care, you know. like, Okay, whatever. Finish your story, you know? Like, finish what you were telling me. But anyway, but I can understand how it's kind of hard for somebody not knowing how to respond. Because you when you're not ready for that, you're like, okay, I feel you. Right, it's like, What oh, do I say now? Okay, now what? Mm-hmm. Where do we go from? Exactly. So I think that that was really what Kara's problem was. All right, but anyway, also... Jimmy's being an asshole about his super suit. Like, yo, I need to go out there and do shit. And, you know, when it's just like, yo, chill the fuck out. <laughs> Which was just like, yo, like, he was telling you, like, listen, you need to listen to me because, you know, I know what the fuck is going on here and you clearly don't. So let me get this suit together for you before you, you know, blow it and go out there and get yourself killed, then I feel bad because your suit ain't ready. And if your suit not ready, then I look bad. So then what do we do? You know what I mean? We do nothing. Exactly. You just die and then no, you know, car is mad at me because I let you die with a fucked up suit. Even though I car might laser him with her eyes, to yeah, be honest. Exactly. Even though, you know. Because Jimmy, that's kind of her bae. Even though she friend zoned him. He'd be right. Speaking of friend zones, though, man, like. <laughs> after all that whole shit with Alex coming out and shit, then she got friend zoned by Maggie. Like. <laughs> that hurt my whole soul. That was like probably the most emotional part of the episode that I had. And it hurt my entire life that happened to Alex. Because like, I mean, everyone knows how that feels. It's like kind of like, you know, 
you make it happen, whether it's your sexuality, whether it's like, you know, about a relationship you're already in. And then you go tell that person how you feel. And they're just like, oh, I'm here for you. Or, you know, I like you as a friend. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bitch, I came out for you. <laughs> yeah, man. I would have Kara laser her with her eyes for that shit. <laughs> and I felt really bad for Alex because, you know, then she's like, forget it. Forget I ever came out. Forget all of that. You know, and I was just like, no, that was such a big step for you. I was so sad that that happened to her. Yeah. At the same time, I can kind of see where Maggie's coming from. Like, you know, I've never had to deal with that before, but I can see where she was like, yo, like it doesn't work out. Like, yo, I'm like the first person that you've actually, you know, admitted this attraction to. Like, you're still new to this and very, very badly, you know? It's kind of like, you know, that freshman girl who goes to college and, you know, the the star sophomore or junior quarterback football player. Or even and he's freshman like, girl I in high school. Huh? I said even freshman girl in high school. All right. Well, I waited till I was almost done with high school. So yeah, excuse well, me. Well, I've been on the other end with the freshman girl in high school. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that too much to admit on, on, on the recording, on the podcast? My bad. Yeah, I was that guy. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I regretted it later, but yeah, I did it. <laughs> it, was, it was just so easy. I was a dumbass teenager, man. Like, it's what we do. But anyway, yeah, same shit, though. Yeah, so, I mean, I understand where Maggie would come from. It just kind of, like, it hurt my soul to, like, watch it happen to Alex. Because, like, remember, I know the girl who plays Alex, like, I remember from several things. Like, I remember from None of the Teen Movie from Grey's Anatomy and she sadly broke my heart in that too so it's like you know (laughs) I don't want to see her get hurt after watching her tragically die Mm -hmm. in Grey's Anatomy spoiler people who are still very early in Grey's Anatomy but shouldn't because Grey's Anatomy is like 12, 13 seasons in you should be just caught up by now that show has been on since like before I was born not really but you know what I mean (laughs) it's been on for like 7 million years like But it's still so good. They still find so many ways to keep you like. If you haven't started watching it by now and you're still that far behind, then just do better. Like, I don't watch the show and I don't care. But, like, I swear, if the show has been on that long and I haven't started yet, it's just like, I don't. Or be like me. I binged the whole series during my pregnancy. And you know how crazy I binged it that I had a whole enough time to then go ahead and then binge watch all of House. Yeah, I remember. And then you. I jumped right into watching Law and Order from the exact beginning. Yeah, I remember you binge watching House. I remember that going on. Yeah. I'd be up to like four or five in the morning and watch that shit. Oh, My brother in law's alarm would go off, and I'd be like, maybe I should go to bed. Yeah, that's the same shit that happened to me with Lost when I discovered that on Netflix. It was just, you know, it consumed my life for months. When I finally actually really, really got into Lost, where I was like, now nah, I gotta know what happens next. That started happening. I'd be like, oh my god, it's four o'clock. Maybe I should go to bed. Yeah, and it was like, you know, I'd look up and the sun is coming up like, oh, I gotta be at work in like three hours. Uh-oh. <laughs> right. But anyway. Well, I mean, at this point, I was on leave, so. Yeah, but we're talking about Supergirl right now. Let's get back to that. Um, <laughs> I blame you for that one. That one wasn't my fault. It was my fault. I'll take full blame for it because I'll find any reason to talk about Grey's Anatomy or anything in the Shondaland universe. Yeah, yeah. You think that's all in the same in the shared universe? That's all happening together. Say again. You think all that Shonda Rhyme stuff is all in the same universe? Maybe, or maybe Shonda World, maybe the Shondaland universe is like also another TV universe in the Berlanti universe. <laughs> I like to think, you know. Thursdays when Supergirl's not saving the world, you know, she's probably sitting at home on her couch watching Scandal. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, anyway, there's, um, you know, Monel or Mike, you know, who's been working for a bookie, like collecting because people ain't paying the bookie because, you know, that's a thing, you know, you got to get. Get the money from the aliens. Was it an alien bookie? Yeah, I guess so. Like a, an alien was like, you know, had gambling debt. So I, I'm guessing the bookie was an alien also. 
Okay, because that's what I was assuming. Because I remember, like, you know, when, when Kara got the call, there was an alien beating up a human. You know, she was going there the same day to find out it's Mike beating up on the alien. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that was funny to me, though. Or not even funny. It was just like, yo, like, you know, the boogie got to get paid, too. So, hey, nigga, you know, bitch better I have feel like my money. Essentially, they kind of set it up for him to get caught. So that he got caught by Cadmus. And I'm gonna stop calling her Cadmus lady. She's now I'm just I'm just gonna keep calling her Mama Luther because that's who she is. Yeah, that's what she is. But yeah, um, Cadmus lady. Yeah. So I feel like they kind of set it up because, like you know, instead of him, you know, being guided by Kara, you know, he's out there in the streets doing his own shit, which made him kind of an easy target for him to get caught. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, but, you know, whatever the fuck. Of course, you know, you know, as with any one of these shows, because it's what they do. They eventually beat this dude. You know, we're back to Ethan, or whatever his name was in the show. But you know, he's Ethan to me. They beat him. Yes, that's over. Alien dude. Yeah, but. The real, the real kicker was, you know, he drained all the power out of Hank or Jean Jones. Um, the Martian Manhunter, he needed blood from McGann, which I'm wondering how that's going to work because, like I said, she's not the same. You know, she's a white Martian. She's not a green Martian. So how is that going to affect him? You know, is it going to affect him or are they actually the same? And they just have different skin tones, like people or humans. I kind of wonder since since McGann, Megan. I don't really know how to pronounce her name. McGann. Um. Yeah. yeah okay. So like the first time, you know how like she gave him blood and stuff. Like, I was kind of wondering, like, is that going to affect John in any way? Like, I was kind of curious that was going to happen because I was like, you're there are two different kind of Martians. I was like, what if he has like an adverse um, yeah, exactly. reaction to her blood exactly. and then he would know she's not a green Martian she's a white Martian dun 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 See, white people on every planet I'm just never mind I'm sorry um <laughs> 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 oh man disregard that people ignore that I said <laughs> that I didn't say that uh, <laughs> whatever <laughs> but no for real though um I think that um, I was also wondering, will he be able to like you know sense like I said, will it affect him? Will the blood affect him? Or maybe you know them their telepathic shit? Is there something in the blood that he can tell? You know, I want I figure like you know maybe next episode like next week he'll be like oh, I feel weird like you know it's gonna be like I feel weird I felt funny you know or since whatever. Or maybe you saw in the trailer like he was kicking Kara's ass. Maybe the white Martian blood did that to him, you know? Maybe. You know? Because I kind of segued into the trailer there. You know? Yeah. Yeah, That was that shit. But yeah, there's, you know, it's called Darkest Places. There's a lot of Cadmus stuff going on. Hank was kicking Supergirl's ass. Maybe it's because of that white Martian blood, but whatever. Camus are just doing evil Camus. I wonder how long it's going to take for them to reveal that the Cadmus leader is Mama Luther. Like, I just wonder how long. And then I'm still now wondering if we're ever going to get a Lex Luthor appearance and when is Superman coming back? I'm going to need you to get off Superman's dick. Like, it's... Never. <laughs> but anyway. As long as, as long as Superman is being played by Tyler Hecklin in the show and Henry Cavill in the movie... Never. Tyler Hecklin died yesterday. No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, man. Is that enough Supergirl? Do you still want to talk about Supergirl? Anything else with Supergirl? No, my, most of my thing was about Maggie and Alex. All right, we'll move on then. We'll talk about Flash now because that's what happened on Tuesday. That episode was called Shade. And Tuesday. The, and not the kind that people are throwing in those Thanksgiving clapback memes. Not the kind that I am. <laughs> oh, man. This episode started out with Wally having dreams about being Kid Flash. 
So he's all, you know, running around saving shit. But it's just a dream. It's not real. I'm like, oh, wait, what's going on here? But yeah, it's a dream. I figured it wasn't. You know, I was really taken aback by that. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, at first I was like, wait, what's going on here? Are they going to show flashbacks from Flashpoint? Why are they doing that? But then I. I had no idea what was happening. I was like, wait a second. Did, like, you know, during the week break, did, like, Barry fuck up something again? They're just going to, like, do this and then be like, actually, Barry went and did this, so now I'm the Flash again. It was surprised me one bit. Like, not a bit if Barry fucked it up again, because that's what he does. Barry's always fucking up. Like, Barry essentially created Killer Frost. We'll get into that in a bit, but yeah. There would be no Killer Frost in this on this earth had it not been for Barry fucking with shit. Well, I'm not actually going to... Barry's name now officially is Barry, quotation marks, the fuck up, Alan. So I'll give the it. fuck up, close quotation marks, Alan. Or like, you know, we got to put Flash in there somehow. Like, Barry fucking shit up Flash, Alan. You know? A.K.A. the Flash. That's all you got to do. Or you can do that. Put A.K.A. in there. Yeah, there you go. That That's pretty simple. You're right. Maybe I should listen to you more often. <laughs> I probably won't, but we'll say I should. Okay. But yeah, so Wally. Yeah, Wally. Doing, doing the most. Wally, like, you know, I didn't think, you know, when they introduced Wally into the series, I didn't anticipate him being this fucking annoying. And I'm sorry, Wally fans. It's just. I love Kenyon. Now again, another name I don't know how to pronounce. Um, I love him. Is he he's, British? He's adorable. Yeah. Hey, um, well, you don't have to know how to say his name anyway. They lost. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they lost the war. Both of them. Like they tried twice. But go ahead. This is true. I'm an asshole. Um, I should stop that. I'm sorry if anybody from England is listening. Yeah. You just lost half our viewers. I may <laughs> have, but look, look. You know you lost. It's okay. <laughs> She's oh my god, not tea, bro. But anywho, so I like tea. I like know, tea. I they love like... tea. I'm a tea person. Okay, we're getting off point again. <laughs> tea so, and biscuits, like, as you love... all call them, even though those are cookies. Those aren't biscuits. Those are cookies. All right. Say cookie. Travis. <laughs> what? Listen, listen. Hannibal Burris said it too. Listen, like if you call cookies biscuits, then what do you call biscuits? Like, what are the, what are biscuits to you then? Do they have they biscuits? Have our kind of biscuits. Do they there. have biscuits? Do they have McDonald's then? Because McDonald's has they biscuits. Do have McDonald's. Well, McDonald's has biscuit sandwiches. So what do they call those? I don't know. I'll look it up for you later. I'll All right. You. I'm sorry. I'm drunk. Go ahead. Oh my god. Um. Damn it. Oh, so I'm just gonna say K. Um, I love K. He's adorable. He's a great actor. But yo, Wally is so fucking annoying. And it's like I feel like they don't purposely make him annoying. I think he just comes off to me as annoying. Well, see, here's because the thing. he just he's just doing way too much. If you follow like, the comics, he's 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 a pain in the ass in the comics too, which he's supposed to be at first. And I mean, in the cartoon, he's a pain in the ass, too, in Young Justice. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what Wally West is. Wally West is a pain in the ass. He kind of grows into being, like, a more mature hero, which is what happens with the whole Rebirth thing when he has to come back and save shit because people don't remember him and all that. If you read the Rebirth comic books, which are fucking great, by the way. I'm just going to wait till Gordos keeps, you know, to spends all of our money on the whole series. I'll just read them when they're done. Yo. The Rebirth comics are so fucking good. Like, um, you know, I also have, you know, if you people don't realize this, I have a day job also, and I'm supposed to be, you know, working at my day job. I'm reading. Driving cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not going to talk about me reading comic books while driving. That's That doesn't happen. I read them after I park the cars. I'm a valet, yeah. But uh, <laughs> yes, I'm drunk now, but I'm not drunk when I'm parking cars, as far as you know. But um, yeah. Fired. Anyway, <laughs> the Rebirth comic books are so fucking good. Like I love it. Like they did this whole New Fifty Two thing before, which 
just really didn't click with me. But Rebirth is so fucking good. Maybe once I finish this book I'm reading, I'll start. What were we talking about before I went on this tangent about Rebirth? Wally being an asshole. Yeah, Wally's something about. Yeah, Wally's an asshole. He's a pain in the ass. He really is. Until you know later on, and like I said, in Rebirth, when he kicks off Rebirth, basically it's all about Wally making it happen. But. But yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just. Have you, you know, read any of Rebirth? I don't. No, I'll start when I finish this book. I'm almost done. Um, How close are you to being done? Like, I want to discuss Rebirth with you because it makes. I have probably like a couple chapters left. Oh, okay, what book are you reading? Um. Okay, so don't make fun of me. Are you, so are you know you, how Fifty, 50 huh? Shades of Grey is it one of those Fifty Shades of Grey? I already books? finished that series, but I want to reread it for the next movie. Um. Okay, so like, you know how Fifty Shades is the fan fiction of the, Twilight. So it's like dirty fan fiction kind of it's kind of a fan fiction of 50 shades which is a fan fiction of twilight so i'm watching i'm reading like a second generation fan fiction wait, 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 wait. so is it like, so is it like a twilight 50 shades of great crossover fan fiction no it's like you, so you know pretty much what 50 shades is about right rich guy new upcoming girl yeah they get together <laughs> kinky things happen of course Okay, so it's kind of what what I'm reading is it's called the Crossfire series. So it's kind of the same thing. Really Frost rich guy, fire. rich guy, new upcoming girl. Crossfire. I'm dead. Did you ever play that um, game? No. Oh man, we'll talk about Crossfire later. That's that's okay. that's, that's yeah. But yeah, that, so it's like you know, really rich guy, new upcoming girl. Um. But they both have like a really dark. So in Fifty Shades, it's just Christian who has the, um, you know, the dark past. But in this, in the book that I'm reading, it's both sides have their own kind of tormented past, and it's kind of like it's less physically abusive, and instead it's kind of slightly emotionally abusive. But it's a little, it's less, it's more functional than the Fifty Shades one, if it makes any sense. Okay. It's more of a kind of like I need this person. They need me too. We need to get back to DC. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. yeah. So once I finish that book, and that's my own fault. Series, that, that one was I my fault. To... That tangent yeah. was my fault. I will take the blame for that one. I'm sorry, folks. That you, you know, sorry. I mean, if you guys are looking for a new book to read, it's called Bared Bared to You. That's the first book in the series. It's a really good series. Get a glimpse into Mara the Shark Watkins kinky emotionally abusive mind but um yeah it's okay yes i'm I'm not judging you for it you know but it's a thing (laughs) but anyway what was i saying what was i gonna say what are we talking about talking about wally again were we still talking about wally yeah because then you had asked if i had read rebirth yet but we'll get into that that's right that's right yeah wally was still we have barely begun talking about this episode. We are way behind. Oh, but what I was time. saying was about Wally in the show Flash. I I was saying I think because, and you know, it might just be like you know my new inner parent me, where I understand where Joe's coming from. Like I just want him. To, I'm like I want you to be safe. I want you to be, you know, safe. I want you to get your school stuff done. Like you don't need to be a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. If Barry wants to die being the Flash, let him die. Not my son. <laughs> JK, Joe's totally his dad. That's the thing, though. Like, I really feel like part of it, too, is, like, you know, how he's, like, less protective of Barry than he is over Wally. Well, as but much like, as... Technically, he's not his son. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, even if he did, like, basically raise Barry, Barry's still not his son. Wally is. Right. So it's like, yo, yeah, I'm more protective over you because you actually came from my testicles. So... You know, think of it like you know, we, he should have been like think of it, you know, Wally, like you know, when you come home, <laughs> I just got to say, say testicles on well, this on this podcast, and that made me so happy. What? I just got an excuse to say testicles on this podcast, and it made me way happier than it should have. Travis Drunkie was hilarious. <laughs> um, it's kind of like Wally coming home and being like, "Well, Mark's parent let me do this, but I'm not Mark's parent," so boom. I'm yours. Who's Mark? 
No, it's kind of like, so you know how when kids come home, like, mom, can I go play in the playground? I, I know what you park? meant. I know what you and meant. And it's like, just no, but they're like, but Mark can go, but I'm not Mark's dad. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I know. I knew what you meant. I was just being an asshole. But, oh, okay. um, yeah. So was, did anything else happen in this episode that was, like, of any importance? Other than, like, you know, Wally was just being a pain in the ass and, you know. Wally and Caitlyn were probably the most two big things. This The oh, shade right. part of it was really so detrimental to the episode that it wasn't really, they didn't really even need a bad guy this episode, to yeah. be honest. It was a yeah, whole lot of just like, yeah, like, yeah, we need to have an, a villain in this episode, even though it's really just about Caitlyn just telling people like, yeah, I have Killer Frost powers now, and Wally being like, I want to be Flash, but I'm scared to be Flash from Alchemy. Like, that was all that was really happening in this episode. And they just needed a villain, so like, yeah, let's do this weird shadowy thing because fuck it. They should put some comic relief in it by instead of him being like, you know, just a shadow, they should have been a shadow who threw shade. So imagine like he came <laughs> around, he said some like shady shit to you and then beat you the fuck up. <laughs> he should be just a walking, talking Thanksgiving clapback meme. Yeah. Oh my God. Yo, that would have been probably like the best episode of the season. It, it may, it may have been. It very well may have been. I think Berlanti missed a really good opportunity there. They didn't consult Black Twitter. They didn't. They need to take a look at Black Twitter and be like, "Yo, we can listen to them. These niggas know what they're talking about." Black Twitter will never lead you wrong. Never. But anywho. But yeah, Wally was going all nuts, you know. We did see at the very end, though, like, the god of speed showed up. I don't know what the fuck that means, but I don't know who the god of speed is, but somehow Dr. Alchemy is able to summon the god of speed. There was just so much thrown into this episode. It was like, you know, you got Wally being tormented by alchemy, You, you know, and then they caught up with alchemy. You got Caitlin telling um, Cisco that she's getting frost powers, and he says they're gonna be they're gonna fight because she's probably gonna become Speaking evil. Speaking of Cisco, then you got the shade guy who was pretty, you know, like had like maybe like five minutes of airtime, and then you know, then they catch up with Alchemy, and it's a whole thing. Wally touches some crazy rock and goes into um, exorcist mode, and then all of a sudden, the speed god comes up. I, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I didn't. This is so much thrown into forty. Five minutes. Speaking of Cisco, though, like, you know, the character Cisco Ramon on this show is pretty cool. I like him. I like him. That's all fine. You know, in the comic books, he's cool too. Vibe, all that shit. The fact that his name is Cisco, though, is very distracting to someone like me. Because I I, I automatically think of, you know, silver haired Cisco unleashed the dragon nigga. And, like, what is Cisco doing these days? Oh, he's doing shit. Like, um, these people I follow, um, used to work at IGN, Greg Miller, kind of funny, those people. Like, he's real cool with them. Like, they did their live show a few months ago. He was at their live show. He was at E3. He's a big gamer, apparently. I didn't know that, but yeah. I wouldn't see that coming. Yeah, I know. But yeah, every time they, like, say Cisco Ramon's name on the flash, I just start thinking to myself. Unleash the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, spelled, the names are spelled differently, so if that helps. No, it doesn't help it. at all. It doesn't help one okay. bit because, like, even, like, when I'm taking notes on the show, I spell it like the Cisco from, you know, from Drew Hill, Unleash the Dragon. I spell it S-I-S-Q-O. <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem to me. It is. It is a very personal problem, and I, you know, readily admit that. But yeah, I do. All right, you know, admitting it's the first step. Yeah. But all right. Also, anywho, back to yeah, back to Flash. But you know, we also saw you know when they were doing this whole alchemy thing, getting ready to like you know do a sting operation on Doctor Alchemy, that Julian was missing, 
which buys into my theory before that Julian has something to do with Dr. Alchemy if he's not actually Dr. Alchemy, you know? I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised by that because since Alchemy came up this season, I always, like, in Arrow and Flash, I've just come to terms that most of the time it's probably the, the least person they would suspect, but it's probably the first person the viewer will suspect. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Either they are so that like, person or they have something to do with that person, you know? Yeah, like, you know, they have something to do with it or they are that person. So, like, you know how an Arrow, I'm kind of thinking that Prometheus has something to do with Felicity's new boyfriend because he just especially just came up out of nowhere. Yeah, and I don't trust that nigga. Like, I don't, I, I didn't trust him anyway because fuck him because he's the wrong person. And, you know, like. Oh, you have a ship. No, it's not even that I have a ship. If I can't have her for myself, I'm only okay with Oliver having her. Like, <laughs> so, and don't roll your eyes at me, all right? I don't need your not judgment either. right now. I'm not asking not for your either. judgment. You are judging the fuck out of me right now, and I don't like it. But anyway, we're talking about The Flash right now. We are not talking about Arrow and my girl being with this cop who I don't like. But anyway... Okay, all right. Not my wife, because my my wife is Iris, but, you know, my side piece is Felicity. But, um, anyway. That's point to everyone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, see, see, you're judging me again. I told you. I'm not, I'm not. As our mutual friend would say, as our mutual friend would say, judge me less, all right? Okay. Anyway. What were we saying before I went off on this tangent about my girl cheating on me with the, with the cop and shit? Anyway, oh, you were saying you think Julian might have something to do with uh, alchemy. Yeah, he either is alchemy or he has something to do with alchemy. It's pretty clear because I think he has conveniently came up missing. Yeah, but probably you know what I'm saying. But like, I think it'd be enough because have they said anything about him staying on the show for more than just this season, or is? Malfoy just gonna go find another show after this. Oh, I don't know. I don't have any details on that. That's your nigga. I don't know that nigga. So you talking about nigga? Harry Potter is my nigga. Yeah, well, you know, you watch Harry Potter, so he's just your people. So I'm not into that. You know him better than I do. But okay. But anywho, yeah. So I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he has something to do with alchemy because you know, because he also has like kind of like this just uncanny hatred or dislike disliking of Barry of Barry and of the flash. Like, it's yeah. just like, yo, it's why like, do you what hate the flash this do to you? Did he piss in your cheer or something? Like, Basically like, yo, did he fuck your girlfriend? Like, I don't think he did that. Cause he just doesn't. Oh have... yeah. His all of a sudden I have a girlfriend. So yeah. Like what the hell? <laughs> you know what this just turned into? This just turned into the shady hour. Um, <laughs> against Julian. You over here just, you know, violating his whole life. Just man, whatever, shit. man. Whatever the fuck. Fuck Julian. <laughs> so, I don't know. Anything else about this episode of Flash you want to talk about? We are still going way over. This is going to be a long episode, but yeah. No, that's it. We can move on to the next show. Well, you know, we got, you know, the next episode of Flash coming up next week, Killer Frost, which is you know, clearly about Caitlyn as Killer Frost, like slipping into that Killer Frost mode because she's losing her shit. She keeps using her shit. They keep telling her the more you use it, the more like out of control you're going to get. See, here's my thing, though. Once you realize you're going to become this, you know, have these powers and shit, I really feel like the only thing that's making her turn into like this evil person within it is the fact that she just doesn't embrace it, you know? Like embrace the fact that you yeah. have these powers. And use them in the right way. And don't let yourself become evil. Just embrace that you have these powers. And use them. I'm sure they're going to find way. a way to really make them so that, you know, she can just live with them and not be, you know. See, that's the thing. I don't want that. I want her to actually become Killer Frost, like in the comics, and become evil. Because the thing is, if he does that, that fucks with the whole dynamic of the show. Like, it flips it on its head almost because she's a key part of Team Flash. If she's now evil and they have to fight her, 
that changes everything and it keeps the show interesting. And I want that. I don't like yeah. to get bored. Another thing, too, about this episode next week, Killer Frost, is it is directed by Kevin Smith. If you don't know who Kevin Smith is, first of kill all, yourself. I'm not going to go so far as to tell you to kill yourself. I'm just going to tell you to do better. I am. Because well, Amara wants you to kill yourself if you don't know who Kevin Smith is. But I just want you to do better and educate yourself and just Google the man and realize that, like, he's, You're mother- an idiot. he's motherfucking Kevin Smith. I've told Mara this before. Like, I love Kevin Smith more than most relatives of mine. So, hashtag bonus for Kevin Smith. Raging bonus. Like, I. Like, if it wasn't contained by my pants, I'd flip this table over right now. But, yeah. Kevin Smith is directing the episode that comes on next week. Well, he already directed it. Directed it. So, yeah. We're going to move forward, though. Lituation. What'd you say? I said lituation. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. Arrow also came on this week. This episode was called Vigilante. Which, you know, if you can't tell by the title of the episode, was about a vigilante. It did not go the way we kind of really anticipated it going. How you figure? Because, you know, you thought it was going to be the... Or do you still think that guy was dead since he got away? Do I still think what? So, okay, so recap on last week. You said, you know, because this episode was called Vigilante, you thought we were finally going to see the DA put on his... Well, yeah, it's still. I still okay. think it's him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's still him. Well, we know it's him because the, the actor that was, you know, set to play him is listed in, like, you know, before on several websites as who he's playing, he's the vigilante. So, knowing who he, who the vigilante is in the comic books and all that, yeah, I, it's still, in my head, it, I believe it's still him. It's the DA. But... Greg Vigilante's listening to this right now, and he's going to do recasting. He's going to do rewrites right now, just because you said that just in 30 for a loop, I bet you. If Berlanti <laughs> cares that much about what I say... You've won the internet. I've won all of the internet. Like, they should all bow to me. Anyone who uses the internet should bow to me. But I don't think he cares that much about what I say. But anyway, this dude's running around killing bad guys and shit. And the team is like, you know, for some reason... They're having a hard time understanding why Wally, well, not Wally, goddamn, why Oliver is like, yo, we need to stop this dude. And they're like, oh, well, he's on our side. And he's like, I'm with Oliver on this. Like, yo, you can't have it both ways. Like, yo, you were just tripping about me killing people years ago, but you're okay with this dude killing people now. I'm going to need right? you. I need this team to get it together. I need them to figure out, do they want to be with Oliver, or do they want to be on their own? Well, well, we see that one of them clearly isn't really trying to be with Oliver, you know. Fuck her. (laughs) But, 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 but. No, fuck her. Those of us who are familiar with the history. You guys know who I'm talking about. Those of us who are familiar with the history of Artemis as far as comic books goes. Or even if you've seen, you know, she's on Young Justice also. I really need to finish watching Young Justice. Artemis has a very complicated history. So, like... So do I, but fuck her history. (laughs) So you can see she's probably going to come around. But, you know, she has a complicated history. So it's like you're kind of waiting for what happens next. But at the same time... I agree with you also, like, fuck her. But, yeah, she has a complicated history, and there's a direction that she's going in. Then we got, you know, Quentin trying to to resign as vice mayor. Like, yo, hell no. I never knew that was a thing until 
you know, they gave him the position. I don't like the fuck. Like that's what I was trying to figure out what deputy mayor was. Oh, deputy mayor. Why did I say vice mayor? Yeah, deputy mayor. I'm assuming that's what that was. Yeah, same shit. <laughs> Which again, I didn't realize that was a thing. So I'm just like, you know, if and that terrifies me because you know, if Oliver's taken out, I feel like the last person I want in control of the city. It's fucking Lance. <laughs> well, luckily, you know, the mayor is also the Green Arrow, so he's not, we don't really have much to worry about as far as him going away. But, well, the city doesn't have much to worry about, even though they don't know. But, it's funny because I found out about the whole position of the deputy mayor as a child because, you know, <laughs> I was a Boy Scout and we had a parade and I met the deputy mayor and the mayor when I was in Chicago. Well, Suburbs of Chicago, Dalton. Anyway, I met both of them, so I knew that that position existed. Neither here nor there, but, you know, it's a thing. Um, what we... Talking about Lance, Deputy Mayor, step down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he tried to step down and feel like, hell no, I'll take your ass, you know, to this 12-step program over here and go to these meetings. We're going to fix this shit. I need right. Thea to get her to to understand she's not gonna fix him. Yeah, I don't get it either. But apparently that's her little project, so we're just gonna leave it alone. She has like this want to fix him, and I'm just like Thea. I'm like find a job on your own that's not underneath your brother's shadow. Like you realize everything she keeps doing, she does it from underneath Oliver. Well, if you gotta think like what everything like that she's. She hasn't really done anything that qualifies her to do anything else. So, like, you got to think, like, before, like, when he came back, she was just, you know, getting high and partying all the time. So she's not exactly. Go to school or something like that. Get your exactly, life. She's not exactly qualified to do anything else. So, you know. Privilege allows her to run the mayor's office. Okay. I mean, I, I agree, but, you know. Not much we can do about it. Okay, you're right. Then we got John like losing, you know, losing his mind because he can't go to his son's birthday party, which I get. Like I'd want to go. Yeah, to kid's I understand. Birthday party. Like, the pure fact that Tuesday I went to my job, told my boss I was not working two to ten on Thanksgiving because my child's first Thanksgiving. <laughs> I understand exactly how John feels. I was like, I'll come in from two to five, but I'm out at five o'clock. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I get it. I understand. But it, yeah. He was like ready to like hurt people for real. Like, you need to back up off and shit. Like, ooh, like, yo, they didn't take your son away. But you also can't really see him. Yeah, I know. I get it. Like I, said, I get it. But, you know. We also found out something that, like, you know, I just couldn't let go. Apparently, Oliver has this, like, bulletproof net thing. Like, like where you get that from? Like, I, why weren't you using that before? The internet. Like, he just throws this net up, and it's just bulletproof, like, blocking bullets through the windows and shit. Like, why haven't you been using this all the time? And I guarantee you that's the last time we'll ever see him use it, too. Probably. Probably. I'm telling you, we need to like partner up with like Cinema Sims, something like that, and just do TV Sims. <laughs> but yeah, so we hinted to this earlier, but yeah, Artemis, like at the end of this episode, meets with Prometheus on a roof and like, yo, they don't suspect a thing because she on that fuck shit. But yeah, that's it for what happened on Arrow. Like I said, this week was full of a lot of filler shit, so only thing of any consequence was finding out Artemis was working with Prometheus in some form or fashion. Is there anything Pretty else? Much. Anything else you wanted to touch on? I like that Wild Dog came through at the end and, you know, got like a little pseudo family birthday for... Yeah, I was just Luton. waiting for that family sitcom cheesy music to come on with the violins and shit, but we didn't get it. I was disappointed. For little John. <laughs> Call him Little John. I really, JJ. really... John, you know, JJ. JJ. You know, what, ever since, you know, Barry fucked the timeline and, you know, it's screwed with with the Arrow universe, I'm just kind of, like, super upset about it because I'm just, like, every time I see, like, you know, Small John 
come in or them mention him or hit John Diggle say my son. And I'm just like, fucking fairy. I was so happy <laughs> he had a daughter, you know, because John was perfect to have a daughter, you know, one of those, Soft my little, little girl. Bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my little girl. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, keep close eye over her. And now he has a son, you know, who, you know, it doesn't really matter what he does. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, fathers aren't as protective over sons as they are over daughters. I understand that. And it's just kind of like, I feel like, I'm just like, what happened with the little girl? It's like, did her contract fall through? Did her parents say, no, fuck this? Like, I have so many, like, nah, problems. Nah. Berlanti was like, Barry's a fucking idiot, so we gotta fuck some shit up. And we're just like, ah, we'll give his daughter a penis instead. Like, that's what they did. So, yeah. They couldn't, like, take back, like, Oliver's son's penis instead and make him a girl? Nah, because we're not going to see Oliver's son ever again. I mean, how do we know we're going to see Little John again? Since he is now an escaped future. Yeah! <laughs> okay! Yeah, you just said Little John. but um... Yeah, I know. I keep calling him Little John because it's hilarious. <laughs> Oh man, was there anything else on Arrow you wanted to talk about? Because I'm done with Arrow. Cause... Nope. And Legend of Tomorrow will be even shorter because that was the filler episode yeah. of the week. Waste our time 2016. What's going on today? I was literally like, why did you guys even bother doing an episode this week? To well, like, show just this, like, that... only substantial part was take... the last line of the episode where Sarah's like, we need to help our friends in 2016. That was the only part that I was like, well, substantial. You know, it gave him an excuse to go back to the old West. Cause you know, we talked about this before when this show first came on, like this show was a big excuse to them to just do a bunch of different period pieces. Cause I'm seeing a lot of racial undertones in this entire season. Oh yeah. They just keep going back to times where, you know, Jackson's kind ain't liked around there. Yeah, yeah, he has to deal with some racial shit because it's just, yeah, yeah. Who are you, boy? Yeah, there's a whole lot of that going on. Exactly. But this was another episode where we got another guy that was on Lost, and that made me happy. So I was able to enjoy this episode because we got another character from Lost, well, an actor from You're Lost. You're a mess. Yeah, whatever. Don't judge me. Um. Yeah. So. That was the sole reason why I enjoyed this episode because I got a chuckle out of seeing the pilot from Lost doing, you know, shit in Legends of Tomorrow. Then we got Haywood, though, feeling all unappreciated and shit. Like, people don't give a fuck about him. Like, yo, Haywood got shot. He did. He got shot by, like, super bullets. <laughs> and, like, yeah, your steel skin don't mean shit. But we got Jonah Hex back this episode too. If you remember, I didn't remember when they met Jonah Hex the first time. To the, be honest, from the first season, because like when they were doing the last time on Jonah Hex, I mean last time on <laughs> like Mark, last time hear, on Jonah Hex. I'm Jonah Hex. You know, just give him a show now. Um, um, oh my god. Um, <laughs> they were like, "Oh, is that my name, Jonah Hex?" And I was like, "When the." fuck did they meet him the first time yeah when they went back to the old west before like it's like I said it's, this show is an excuse for them to do a bunch of little period pieces so yeah we went back to the old west again cause why the fuck not can I just say that every time I say who the when the fuck did they meet Jonah Hex the first time Luna just has like the biggest grin on her face as if she understands what I'm saying she's like yo I get it ma like... I don't know when they met him either like, I, I wasn't even out the room yet. Who the fuck Jonah Hex is either? I don't get it. Can you? Watch I only your... know Jonah Hex from like that shitty movie that Megan Fox did like a few years back, and I, I didn't know. know he was a DC character. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'll show you a trailer later. All right, but yeah, I feel you though, Luna. Like, tell your mom, like, fuck this shit, because who gives a fuck about Jonah Hex? Let's just watch some more Dragon Ball Z. But, um, stop hurting my child. <laughs> I will do whatever is in my power to make her love DBZ, especially since DBZ Super is coming to Funimation with dubs. So, yeah. 
I don't know what that is. Oh, I, I know. don't anticipate I on know. knowing what that is. I know. That's not it free happens. range for you to start a new show. It happens after Dragon Ball Z. There's Dragon Ball Z Super, which, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm not going to make you watch that because that's not the classic stuff that I love, but it's more Dragon Ball Z, which makes me happy. But anyway. Thank you. Back we, to DC. Yeah, we're back to DC shit. But, you know, we got Vixen trying to, like, you know, connect with Mick. Like, yo, I, I get you. I get it. You know, you like to I see. I told you, I see, like, a budding friendship. If not, maybe a slight relationship. Like, you know, maybe they might kiss. And they're just like, nope, 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 nope. No, I'm seeing that develop into more like a brother-sister kind of relationship between the two of them. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, not much else happened in this episode, though. It wasn't very interesting at all, but a lot of fights, a lot of guns. Yeah. Old oh, uh, Haywood got a suit. Yeah, he got a little suit. I, I like that moment when Sarah came in before she told him, like, yo, you know, our friends in 2016 need our help. She was like, yo, are you too dumb broing out yet? And he's like, right. no, we're not, which I understand. Like, that was a pure guy moment right there. And she, like, just interfered. Like, he wasn't done having his guy moment. And I get it. Like, yo, we are not done right now. I just got a super suit, all right? Like, <laughs> I like how they managed to keep Ray without his Adam suit. And him, and he has not substantially gotten hurt. Well, see, here's the thing. You realize he's about to get his suit back now because he now has that ore that he used to power his Adam suit. Yes. Like. All that stuff that they found. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, this is clearly just an excuse for him to say, Yeah, I got the ore I need to power a new Adam suit. I'm gonna make a new Adam suit now. Better than ever. Yeah. So that's coming back. <laughs> yeah. Am I only one who kinda thought that like um Haywood's suit because he has that star on the front and the first thing I thought was Captain America reference? Well, you, it's it's like, the same as that. You know, his grandfather, Commander Steel, is like similar to that. Gotcha. Yeah, but yeah, it does look like a Captain America suit. It just kind of like threw me for a loop for a moment because remember this, like when I was, when I told you earlier, I was like, I didn't really too much care for this episode because it was just such. It's like think of like that episode in The Walking Dead when they were at the prison and Rick was gardening for like forty <laughs> minutes. The whole episode was him gardening. And I was like, why did I even watch this episode? Yeah, yeah. Until like the end, you know, like the last three or four minutes or so when they say some shit, you know, Stein's shit's like changing around because he keeps talking to his younger self, which I think is dumb in itself. Yeah, I wasn't understanding that last week. I'm like, yo, why are you interacting with your younger self? That's going to fuck shit up. And clearly it did because now he's getting flashes of like a different like wife or some shit. Didn't he tell? Didn't he tell himself that? Did he tell younger him that that he was him? Yeah, and he told him that he was fucking up too with his with his future wife and all that kind of shit, or his wife at that time. So which means know. he just continued to keep fucking up. So he ended up him and Kurt Clarissa ended up probably splitting up, and you know he got someone else. Yeah, probably. But yeah, I'm with you. Anything else from Legends tomorrow, though? Because I'm done with it. What about you? No. You guys, as long as you guys know, there's no Legends tomorrow or Arrow this upcoming week due to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Get fat, everybody. Get crunk. But watch football game. A week from oh, yeah. a week from that, you know, that's the crossover week. So, Heroes and Aliens. We got another trailer for that shit. The aliens look kind of crazy cool. So I'm assuming whatever happens at the end of, I'm hoping, okay, so I won't assume, I'll say I'm hoping. What happens next week at the end of Supergirl this upcoming Monday is kind of what will lead into what causes the crossover. I hope they don't just start like, we have trouble, we need help. I'm afraid, though, that's going to turn into another filler episode next week just to get us to, you know, to cross over. Well, I mean, like, there's a lot of action in it, so hopefully it won't be as filler. Yeah, let's hope. Luna hopes to, since I keep making her watch it. Clearly. But, yeah. We did see Slade in that trailer, though. We got 
Slade Wilson, Deathstroke, was in that in that trailer. So it was like, what the fuck is he doing there? So, I thought he died. Didn't he die? No, they they put him in prison on that island. Oh. Okay. But um yeah. I think that's about it for this week though. Anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here? Nope. Nothing I mean, next is going to be short, you guys, so. Yeah, we only got two shows next week. We got Supergirl and Flash next week and that's it. So next week's episode is going to be pretty short. Anything else yeah. though? Nope. Oh, looks like we didn't go too far over. We're just like about a minute or two over. Um not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. I thought we were gonna go way more over this week. But that's gonna be it for this week of Super Flashy Arrow of Tomorrow. I'm your host. The Lancy Clusterfuck. Yeah, that shit. I'm your host, Sir Cusselot. You can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at Sir Cusselot. That's at S I R underscore C U S S A L O T T on both Twitter and Instagram. Where can they find you, Mara? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, and I changed it. <laughs> find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mara the Shark underscore. M-A-R-A-D-A Shark underscore. She finally fixed it, folks. She doesn't have to give you like 17 different names. Which it really wasn't that many. She just made such a big deal after having to say, you know, more than one different name. So, yeah. But anyway, that's going to be it for this week. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place, you know iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, all that shit. But until next time, I'm Sir Cusselot Travis Pointer with Mara the Shark Watkins. We'll see In her you. shark onesie. In her shark onesie, of course. We'll see you next week. Until then, stay creative, stay free. Bye, guys.